0: Hi, this is Lucy Arnez. You're listening to TV Confidential.
1: Ed Roberts with a reminder that the next edition of The Confidential will air next week on this station at the usual time. We hope to join us for that. In the meantime, we will round out this week's program by playing more of our conversation with voice artist, television announcer, and author Randy West. Randy's latest book, TV Inside Out, flukes, Flakes, Feuds, and Felonies, is a smorgasbord of backstage stories about celebrity dysfunction that also provides insight into the mystery and occasional misery of television stardom and how some TV performers have managed to overcome the trappings of stardom and maintain a happy, functional, and satisfying life. TV inside out, available in hardcover and in paperback through Bear Manor. Media.com as well as Amazon.com. You can learn more about Randy West. TBRandyWest.com When we ended our segment with Randy in our first hour, we are talking about the differences between producing a game show on television, which is subject to tapings and stopping and starting and stopping all over again, and producing and performing a game show live, which Randy has done, both with Wheel of Fortune Live as well as The Price is Right live as we pick up the conversation.
0: And this idea of stopping and starting on game shows, you know, it all depends on the format and it depends on the host. The host who drives the bus uh, it can make all the difference in the world. Bob Barker, who I had the thrill of working with on Prices Right, there's nothing like saying, come on down! <laughs> on your car! Uh, following in the footsteps of Johnny Olson and my friend Rod Roddy was a thrill. But Bob learned television when it was brand new, before videotape. Yes, friends, there was a time in history when television was produced and broadcast and videotape had yet to be invented. So guys like that from old school, first-generation broadcasters hate the idea of stopping and starting. Uh, And Bob would do the whole show live to tape, which meant there was not a moment of editing of a 60-second commercial ran 60 seconds, you know. Uh, Whatever it was is what it was. It could have gone out live. There was maybe a handful of moments in a season an entire season where something had to be fixed in post-production, you know, a little editing just to cover up some technical glitch. Never a Barker glitch. Well, I will, I will say there was a Barker glitch. There was a car. Randy, what kind of, you know, the announcer will describe It's a brand new whatever, 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 whatever. And the contestant will say, uh, I, I'm not sure. What kind of car is that? And Bob will say, Randy or Johnny or Rod or whomever. What kind of car is that? And you never turn the page to the next page because you just know that is liable to happen. So you just stay there ready for whatever might come up. And Bob said, Randy, what kind of car is that? I said, it's a Ford Escort. Now, the Ford Escort was brand new that year. I'd never heard of it. Bob clearly had never heard of it because he said, what kind of car, Randy? I said, the Ford Escort. It's the Escort from Ford, the Ford Escort. (laughs) I'm just trying to make it, you know, trying to make it easy. Yeah. And he says, "I never heard this before. Would you spell that?" <laughs> and I went E S C A P E, escort or, or escape rather for the for support escape. Did I misspeak all this?
1: Well, you you said escort, but if they <laughs> were escort, you would have spelled it E S C O R T. But the yeah. point. Yeah.
0: Well, here's one of those moments where we need editing.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Once upon a time, I would take this out. But after talking to John Barber a few times, uh, I've learned to leave some moments like this in because, as John Barber would say, it's real.
0: Well, that's exactly the point, Bob, you know, with Bob. Uh, So, uh, no, I don't want you to take it out uh, because it's real. Yeah. What happens? So it was the Ford Escape, and that's my error. The Escape was brand new in the early 2000s, which is when I was doing the show. So would you spell that? I spelled it three times. I said it eight times. And he finally said, I don't know what you're talking about, but it's a new car. <laughs> because it just got to be ridiculous. And I was thinking of what can I do to communicate the concept of escape? And I thought of, of criminal... Who breaks out of prison is uh, said to escape, uh, and I didn't want to say that because now you know uh, the, in, the the has got people who wrote, oh, Randy, you shouldn't have said that, whatever. So I just stayed with the spelling, and because it went on like it like it was a comedy routine. What's that? Well, it's escape. What's that, Randy? E-S-C-A-P. It went back and forth. They finally edited, but the for the point being, though, that Barker would do a season with maybe just a handful of of moments like that, but contrasted that, ah. Uh, to our current host on The Price is Right, Andrew Carey, Mm -hmm. and it's a whole different world. After every game, everything stops. He does stand-up comedy. He starts joking around. The crew knows how to do it without stopping. It's like a a beautiful choreography, the way the cars move in, the refrigerators move out. It's just 40 people moving stuff around, uh, uh, choreographed to, to perfection because they're used to doing it live to tape. But some people like to stop because, I don't know, it, it, it refreshes their palate. I worked on Newlywed Game. Carney Wilson hosted for a couple of years, and uh, each season that we did the Newlywed Game with Carney Wilson, we invited Bob Eubanks back, mm-hmm. the man who started the show in the 1960s and who hosted at least one episode every season, every decade i should say from the 1960s through the 2000s so he came back and every time we did the show with carney there was a certain you know routine to it and we would stop at this point and reset and give her new questions and when uh, bob you came in uh, he finished the moment and they said okay cut and he said oh, why are we cutting because of course he never stopped right the old pros never did and uh, well, we just—it's a chance to reposition camera three and to give you the new questions. Oh, well, stop! That's ridiculous. <laughs> Move the camera—you know, whatever you got to do—and and just give me all the questions now. And it was like, well, uh, people in the booth are saying, like, uh, you can hear—I can hear him on headset. Well, what's the big deal? Why is he upset to that? And in that pause, Bob said, "Well, no, you don't understand." I'm hypnotizing these contestants, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking down their inhibitions, I'm getting them to speak extemporaneously without, you know, editing themselves, and once you stop, the spell is broken, you know, the energy goes back to zero, and they start to question, what did I say in that embarrassing, you know, moment that I gave an answer, once you break the spell, it's broken, now, let's not stop, so we, pick, we start up again, and of course, cut, no, why are you stopping? It was so, uh, it was the most, uh, what can I say, illustrious example I could s- uh, pose between the, you know, drawing the distinction between people who are lives to shape and people who just stop because they can.
1: TV Inside Out Flukes, Flakes, Feuds, and Felonies available hardcover and paperback through our friends at Bear Manor Media. You can learn more about Randy West, tbrandywest.com. The takeaway I have from that story, Randy, mm-hmm. is that if you're going to bring a Bob Eubanks aboard, yeah. you need to know who you're dealing with and what makes him worth. And you need to, if not understand, at least prepare yourself for the possibility that what works for Carney Wilson may not necessarily work for Bob Eubanks. So if you're going to bring him in for a day, be prepared that he may want to do it a yep. lot. You know, because that because he's been doing. I'm not going to say he he can host a newlywed game and then sleep, but he's been doing it for so long he knows how that show works, and it's it seems to me that's a failure on the part of behind the scenes people. For not knowing that
0: you know yep, not bothering to, to consider what you know he would like and and how he's worked for 50 years it's not like there's nobody around who knows how he liked to, to do that show you know the town is still populated with people who work with him for the fifty you know five decades that he did the show and then there's another extreme you know so where the price is right has been done live a newlywed game can be done live without stopping tape there's an example uh, today as we're speaking Uh, The new season of Weakest Link is beginning to tape right now, today. And uh, that's a show that I worked on in its previous incarnation. Jane Lynch hosts mm-hmm. the current seasons. I worked uh, with uh, Ann Robinson. You all the weakest link. <laughs> I, a lovely lady, by the way. And uh, there was a uh, syndicated version that George Gray, who's now the announcer on The Price is Right, he hosted Weakest Link in the syndicated version. And that's a show where you must stop Because you play the timed round of people, you know, answering questions and banking the money. And then the next thing the audience sees is uh, the host, hostess, uh, doing a recap of the round. Now the math teacher wasn't able to get the arithmetic question right. How embarrassing is that? You know, there's a series of kind of soft-pedaled put-downs and insults. And as much as I'd love to tell you that uh, everybody in front of a TV camera is a masterful ad-libber, the, the fact of the matter is, there's a team of writers mm-hmm. who will review that round, make notes as it's happening, and then will uh, sit and come up with funny, uh, you know, put downs uh, that work uh, for the host at that particular moment. Then, of course, that needs to be written. So, working with Ann Robinson uh, and George Gray, and I'm sure it's the case with Jane now, there may be 10, 15 minutes of stop down between each round, meaning in the course of an hour show, it's a two and a half hour taping. Uh, production, which uh, is, you know, uh, great for the crew that loves overtime, but for the guy like myself who does the audience warm-up, you need to keep these people who are there to see a TV show tape entertained in the 20 minutes and another 20 minutes and another 20 minutes (laughs) that happens between the rounds, and, uh, you know... Gene Wood was masterful at warm-up. Johnny Olsen, masterful at warm-up. I was able to uh, to do whatever it needed to to keep these people happy in their seats. Uh, But some people, uh, you know, you think, boy, I could do that job. But until you get down on the stage and are asked to actually perform the roles in some of these jobs, everyone thinks they could host a a game show. And the matter of fact, the matter is, it really isn't all that easy. And everybody thinks they could do what I do, which is a compliment, because uh, which is to be the announcer and the warm-up. And it's a supreme compliment because I guess I make it look easy, like the guy who's on the high trapeze in the circus or walking the high wire in the circus. You know, uh, I could do that. That's a supreme compliment, but it's, it's tough. If you don't believe me, drip off the you know, advertisements in a magazine, put 20 of them in a stack, and start reading without a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> or get get uh, three hundred strangers to sit and listen to you for twenty minutes while you talk about absolutely nothing, while you survive by the you know the, your own wit in trying to keep people entertained, informed, involved, and excited, and uh, you know that's the job. I, I, I'm happy to do it, and I love it, and I wouldn't do anything else in my life if I had a choice. But it uh, isn't all as easy as it looks, and the same thing for. Everybody on a TV set, uh, and I don't mean the set you have at home, I mean the set that's in the studio. Uh, guys who are pushing cars and throwing refrigerators left and right, that's a job you couldn't do unless you were trained and knew exactly how to interface with the other people on the stage. And if you were ever tried to operate a camera, you would be miserably disappointed because every time you zoom in on something, you have to refocus So when you see somebody zooming in or pulling out on a focus, you need to realize, how does that picture stay in focus? Well, somebody uh, has the dexterity to know that if I am pushing forward or zooming in with a lens, uh, on the other hand, with the left hand, I need to be refocusing so that camera remains crystal clear through that entire zoom. It's not easy. So the thrill for me, and this is the bottom line of why I love working in television, is you're part of an all-star team. I can't operate a camera to those specifications. I can't control lighting. I wouldn't know where to put the lights. I wouldn't know exactly how to do anything, design the set, nothing. i got no skill except what I do. And everybody else on the set looks to me and says, how do you do what you do? So... You have an all-star team of players, none who could, you know, I couldn't pitch and you couldn't necessarily play left field, but when you put this team together, it's it's seamless. It's phenomenal. When the ball comes to you, you need to be able to field it, catch, throw it, hit, whatever your job is flawlessly. I mean, there's, there, nobody wants to stop tape and have to do something over again. And if you require that, you won't be lasting on that set very long. So you need to be able to deliver. Everyone else needs to be able to deliver. And when it all plays together, well, it's like an orchestra where everybody hits the right notes. It's beautiful music.
1: Bob Barker, Bob Eubanks, Gene Wood are uh, just a few of the many television performers that uh, Randy uh right uh, randy white randy west brings to life in his new book tv inside out flukes flakes feuds and felonies available hardcover and paperback through our friends at bear manor media you can learn more about randy west tv randy stay with us folks we'll be right back Randy will be back in a few weeks to share a few more stories from his 30 years behind the scenes in television, not just behind the scenes of TV game shows, but some of the hour-long talk shows and encounters with the likes of Shirley MacLaine, Robert Stack, and Jim Peck. Randy West will be back in a couple of weeks on TV Confidential. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, Beyond Where the Buses Run is available in paperback and as an ebook through Oregon, Greystone Press, and Amazon.com. Well, Jack Nicholson, The Early Years, and Bruce Stern: a memoir, both available, Amazon.com, where books are sold online. Ed Robertson, Bapak, Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grace. And great. Airbar, thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at TVconfidential.net. Talk at TVconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash
0: or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.